Because I can control the weather, they call me Storm. Welcome to This Week in Nerd News, your one-stop shop for all of the pop culture you may have missed this week. Brought to you by the Black Nerd Problems Broadcasting Network. I am your host, Mikel Snyder. And I am your host, Keith Weekly. It is somehow September. I don't I don't know how that happened, and I'm kind of upset about it. Yeah, see, I would be upset about it, except for the fact that one, I love fall, and two, the day we're recording this is kind of the, like, unofficial start of football season which could be a good or a bad thing as a chicago bears fan it's going to be a very bad thing for me for like the next three four months but like it's still something i generally look forward to i'm just upset about the general progression of time that being said there's a lot of good anime coming out in october so i can't be too upset that we are approaching new my hero yes the blue lock soccer series which is which sounds ridiculous but we're not gonna we're not gonna dwell on that right now Lots of good stuff coming out next uh, next month, but we have news from this week that we need to talk about, and you know what we're going to start with, Keith? Oh, you know I do. That's right, it's Mad Libs of News Headlines, the pop culture trivia game that we will eventually get on phones once one of us has time to learn how to code. Are you ready for five questions of random headlines that have happened this past week? Yeah, I am, because actually I heard last week's episode, I think Victoria went three for five, so like, I feel like that's the bar here. We'll start out for some true and false, and then go into some of the more difficult stuff. So, you ready? Yeah. True or false, Multiverses, the Warner Brothers IP Smash-inspired video game, continues to have a strong first season, as this week they released one of the new characters, Gizmo, from one of your favorite movies. Yay! But... The weirdest batch note happened when they announced that Velma would no longer be calling the cops to arrest her opponents. Wait, so you're trying to tell me that... I'm just going to go ahead and say true. But, like, only because if this is true, that means that Velma was basically a Karen. That is. That's 100% what, what happened. Oh, wow. Like, who like? Oh, no. Also, I can only imagine playing this game and being arrested. Like, how I would feel <laughs> in the conflict that I would have. I'm like, excuse me! Yeah, so one of one of Elmo's attacks had her calling the cops, and then you see a police cruiser like come across the scene and then arrest the character. So now they they changed it in, in one of the more recent patches, so that way it's the mystery machine coming to to take the offending character away. So moving on. <laughs> Alright, second true or false. Netflix lost a defamation suit against Grandmaster Nona Grappendashi Veli, claimed that, uh, who claimed that the Queen's Gambit had disparaged her accomplishment as a Grandmaster since one of the fictional commentators stated she had never faced a man. Okay, there are a lot of things here that could be false. And you know what? I think that's true. I'm going to go true. You, you made the right call. This is 100% correct. Yay! Gut instincts for the win. Nona is one of, like, the legendary grandmasters of her era. Like, one of the actual, like, few women grandmasters. So she got really upset at Netflix claiming that she had never faced a man in, like, the finale of Queen's Gambit. And the court said, so, like, even if it is a fictional piece of work, you can't, you can't be making stuff up like that. All right. Last true and false before we get into some harder ones. This is an actual phrase in the description of Disney merchandise announced at D23 this week. Minnie is dripping with excitement. This is a family show, right? (laughs) 
I, I don't know what to think here. Uh, I'm going to say, you know what? I'm going to go against my gut instinct, which would have been like, we can't have three in a row that are true. I'm going to go against that because I feel like you would do that against me. I'm going to say this one's also true, unfortunately. Yes, uh, this is referring to a new headband that uh, Disney is releasing uh, where there is a platinum drip on the iconic uh, mini ears. And I posted a link for Keith to stare at in the Discord for a second. Oh. This is an actual thing that's being sold. Okay, so like a little like above table context, like I work in marketing, <laughs> so a lot of times we talk about these things, I think about how many steps had to happen for things to end up the way they did, we could talk about them on this show. This was a mistake, much like how <laughs> like I just saw this morning for like the Washington Commanders football team, which lives in Washington, D.C., someone made a coffee mug with their logo on the state of Washington State. Like that's enough, like there's so many things in the world that can be resolved with like more checks and balances. Apparently was not enough because these uh, platinum dripped ears are are here. Well, hey, I got three so far, so I need one more to win. All right, these are open ended, so you're gonna have to be able to answer these directly now. So, this genre bending, samurai inspired Netflix exclusive anime is getting a live action adaptation on Netflix, starring none other than Omar Sai of Lupin fame. Okay, so this is definitely about that anime that Netflix made about the Black Samurai that starred Lakeith Stanfield as a voice actor. Okay, okay, so hit my brain real quick. I know this is like a history. It's based on like the story of an actual like person of African descent ended up in Japan and became a samurai and stuff. And I always like confuse it with Yusuke Yorameshi from the Haka Show. Yasuke, it's Yasuke. There we go. Like it's like Sasuke with a Y. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, so I, I really thought that it was going to be, like, a historical depiction of this character. And right. then it ended up being a lot more fantasy. Didn't he end up fighting, like, a giant robot at some point in the show or something? Oh, yeah. Like that? And, like, yeah. that was great. But not, not what I was expecting. Right, not what we expected. <laughs> like, they never mentioned any any of the speculative fiction elements until, like, the series dropped. And so it's like, surprise, it was a robot. And it's like... <laughs> True. They didn't really do a good job getting us ready for that. In any case, so you, you've gotten four out of five. Woo! You're doing great. So this this last one may be the, the hardest one that I've had in a while. HBO Max put out a trailer for the latest season of Penny's Worth, The Origin of Batman's Butler. What season is it on? Okay, so I know I'm in trouble because when you first said Pennyworth, I thought Pennywise. I'm like, oh, no, this is a totally <laughs> different thing. Um, okay, so let me think. How long ago did I first remember, like, Pennyworth being a thing? Which I've never seen a second of, by the way. Never I'm, have I. Oh, no. Does anyone? <laughs> That's what makes the question of what season is it on that much more fascinating. Oh, this is the one where they go back and show Alfred as, like, being a spy and, like, a... Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. all that stuff. I'm going to go back, just based on, like, what I first remember hearing of this as a concept, I'm going to guess they're on season three? You're correct. Woo! It was going to be that or season four. All right. Five for five, baby. But also, let us just take a second to realize that Pennyworth, a show that you and I, by any estimation, should have some familiarity with, have not seen a single second of, also has free seasons. Yeah, that's concerning. I mean, for and a yet, variety of reasons. And yet we can't get a season five of Young Justice, we can't we can't get the Batgirl movie, but, but Pennyworth, yep. Anyways, 
anyways, congrats. That was that was a solid round. You you, you trusted your not instincts, and it, it paid off. So. so basically, I distrusted myself, and it worked out. <laughs> I mean, like you trusted yourself to distrust yourself and not to fall into the usual like test taking strategy. So you, you got that going for you. That's a good point. Okay, thank you. So five for five. Prop. That's the best I will ever do. I may never do it again. So please commemorate this moment. We're back, and Keith is going to tell us everything that happened in like the last two days with Disney. For those who don't know, Disney's currently, as we're recording this, on day three of D20, their D23 Expo, which is an event that they have every year, where basically, you know how like Comic-Con kind of used to be the place every studio would have to go to to debut their content and like connect with the fans? Disney still does that, but they also just have their own that's just them and their own content because Disney produces so much of everything, even before the Marvel stuff, just so much content, right? So... This is going to be a quick high-level recap, or quick-ish, I should say. High-level recap of what happened the past two days as of now at D23. So to start us off, we're going to focus on just like some random cool Disney stuff. Then we're going to switch to some games that they, had, they announced details on. And then, as you would expect, just like Marvel Cinematic Universe updates. So starting off, we got a really cool trailer for The Little Mermaid starring Halle Bailey as Ariel, the mermaid. And that was really cool because this is something that I know a lot of people in our space were aware of for a while. Because when they first announced that Halle was going to be playing Ariel, a lot of people freaked out saying, like, mermaids can't be black for very weird made-up fictional reasons, like in the same vein is the whole like people in Lord of the Rings can't be black like these are all fictional people what are you talking about but so far in the minute and a half trailer that I watched she looks fantastic like her voice is as fantastic as we always heard it to be this is gonna be fun only hesitation is that I wonder if it's gonna be more in like the Jungle Book fashion where a human being being along all the TGI creatures kind of like gets rid of the Uncanny Valley feeling or if it's gonna be like Lion King which, by the way, they also announced, and I forgot to write this down, they're coming out with a prequel for the Lion King live-action movie, also a live-action, quote-unquote, starring Mufasa and his story about how he came into power in the Pride Lands. So that's just, we'll see how this movie falls on that spectrum. Moving on, before I just keep talking about this. We also got news about Inside Out 2, which may have been one of the best-kept secrets in Hollywood, to be honest, because... Pixar movies take like half a decade to get made, and they said it's coming out in June 14, 2024. So they've been working on it for quite a while. But um, Amy Poehler was there to talk about the movie and what's going into it and stuff. And essentially, from what I picked up, it's basically going to follow the main character, I think Riley was her name, into being a teenager. After that, I didn't know this was even happening, but we're getting a Haunted Mansion remake, and it's going to be starring Rosario Dawson. Lakeith Stanfield, Danny DeVito, Jamie Lee Curtis, and Jared Leto, among, I'm sure, many others. Ooh! Specifically to Jared Leto! (laughs) But no, like, yeah, boosted with Jared Leto. He's gonna probably take himself far too seriously again. But yeah, moving on. So you're gonna Haunted Mansion remake, and I'm looking forward to that, which is coming out in March 2023, because... The first Haunted Mansion movie that starred Eddie Murphy and everything, like, that was actually a really surprisingly decent movie. It was and, fun. Yeah, it was and it was also scarier than a kid's movie should be, like, as far as, like, spooky stuff goes. And I don't even think that's just me not liking spooky stuff. Like, I rewatched it as an adult, like, six months ago, and, like, I was watching it with a friend who had never seen it, and, like, she was genuinely kind of, like, creeped out at times, which I, I get it now as an adult that understands, like, the stakes of these things. <laughs> Like, it's different when you're watching a movie as a kid, thinking like, ah, oh, that's funny and random and it'll be fine, versus an adult being like, this is highly dangerous and should not happen. 
Why are the children in this dangerous scenario? No! Exactly, right? Go with the same thing with the little vampire the other day. People died in that movie. But (laughs) (laughs) let me move on. Again, I keep on finding tangents to go on. It's what I'm good for. But as far as games go that were announced at D23, we had multiple, but here are some that stood out to me the most. We have one game called Disney Illusion Island, which will be a Nintendo Switch exclusive adventure game starring Mickey, Minnie, Donald, and Goofy. Next up, we have Gargoyles Remastered, which is actually just a, re- as the name suggests, a remastering of the 1995 video game about the Disney characters who were the gargoyles that would, like, save and protect New York City at night. But when the sun came out, they'll be turned to stone wherever they were and all that cool thing. I love this kind of, like, Gargoyles, like, renaissance that we're experiencing now because all the kids who grew up on Gargoyles and loved it are now adults that can, like, make calls and, like, demand it from Disney and stuff. So I think this is just, like, one step closer in that direction before we get, like, a really, really dope, like, new Gargoyle series someday in the future. And lastly, as far as games go, we have a still, as of now, unnamed Marvel game that's going to focus on the stories of a young Steve Rogers as Captain America, so this is before he got frozen in ice, and it's also going to feature Azuri, who is T'Challa's grandfather, and was the Black Panther during the World War II era at that time. And the game will also feature Gabriel Jones, who, if you're like really deep into Marvel Comics, you'll recognize as a member of the Howling Commandos, and also it's going to feature, and correct me on the pronunciation here if I'm wrong, either Natalie or Nanali, who is a spy and leader of the Wakanda Spy Network. So this whole game is going to take place in World War II, and this takes me back to when my first introduction to Black Panther came in the Reginald Hudland like animated series that used to go on BET when we were kids, and that showed like the Black Panther fighting Captain Steve Rogers in like 1942 in Wakanda, like in the random grasslands and stuff. So I feel like this is going to be just that, just like expanded on even more. And before we go on, on like Marvel shows, I feel like it's going to be its own thing entirely. Do I want to ask do any of these topics or any of these? things coming down the road jump out to you anything you're looking forward to so with with the Marvel game specifically you missed one of like the best parts of the announcement which is the tagline which goes four heroes two worlds one war mm. okay, that's really good it's a it's a fantastic tagline you you see the uh, first like promotional image which has black panther steve captain america and then the two uh ancillary characters standing side by side and you see Paris in blue on one side, and then you see, like, a Wakanda outpost on the other, and it it, it sounds great. It sounds fantastic. It's one of those things, like, so like, I didn't know I wanted to ask for this, but now that I'm getting it, I, I, I would like it. Yeah, like, honestly. Because I feel like this is a combination of, like, people who like history, but also superheroes. It's going to be, like, kind of perfect for that. Uh, so... Wanted to get that for, for the, the movie side of things. Uh... People can stay upset about Black Mermaids. <laughs> right. I think one of the dumb reasons someone tried to say on the internet was that, like, because they're so deep under the water, they don't get natural sunlight. So they no, don't it's, dumb. Like, it's dumb. What? It's, it's dumb. It's so dumb. It's dumb. It, the, the, the magic. That's my answer. <laughs> so there's that. Uh, Inside Out 2 is one of the many Pixar projects that, it, that was, like, announced and coming out, like, in, like, the next couple things. Uh, there was a really cool sci-fi one that was also announced that I can't remember the name of right now. And then there was Elementals, which sounds just like Avatar The Last Airbender, but instead of them being benders, they're just actually, like, elemental beings. <laughs> But yeah, no, Pixar's having a really good, like, solid lineup of things, and I'm really excited to see what they're going through. Time to move on to MCU news. 
up top, I'm going to talk about one of my personal favorite things I'm looking forward to. Not necessarily because of who's in it, actor-wise, but because of the characters in it. Um, Captain America New World Order, which is going to be the series starring Anthony Mackie reprising its role as Captain America, not as Falcon. But I'm excited about this because based on who else is going to be in it, it's also going to feature Joaquin Torres, which... If anyone listened to this show and we talk about Sam Wilson and Captain America in the past, back in the early days of Black Neuro Problems, like one of my proudest moments was covering or reviewing, I should say, the couple of runs that feature Sam Wilson as Captain America for a variety of reasons. And one thing I loved about that series too was that cool, like Sam stepping up becoming Captain America. Now we have another person stepping in from an unrepresented community playing Falcon, but they are probably more <laughs> worthy of the name because they actually are like merged with a falcon and have wings and all the other kind of stuff and that's joaquin torres who we have seen in the um captain america winter soldier series but like now hopefully this means he's going to be coming back and actually becoming a superhero and get brought in the ranks so that's just my personal remember, thing i included in the list because it's my show and i can do that i i understand but also remember back in the day when we tried to get fat was to be a thing um oh yeah there was no good way to abbreviate that show. <laughs> there, there wasn't. Like, the acronyms, like... Yeah, it was Falcon the Winter Soldier. And it was Fox with some, like, what is this? And uh, then it was Foz, which, which wasn't better. <laughs> yeah, there were no good options there. But moving on. So, this is actually a funny... Or I wouldn't say funny. There's actually an interesting video going around right now on the internet of, like, the live footage of someone on stage, probably Kevin Feige, like, releasing the information about who was starring in the MCU film Thunderbolts, which is honestly a film that I didn't know too much about, but there was a lot of speculation going around, as there are for every MCU project. And it seems like this is kind of essentially going to be a movie that's a team-up of people from disparate MCU franchises and reformed villains, I should say, coming together to, like, work together. And in this list, we have Julie Louis-Dreyfus as Valentina Allegra de Fontaine, who we saw in a variety of the MCU shows on Netflix. We have David Harbour returning as Red Guardian from Black Widow. We have Hannah John Kamen returning as Ghost from Ant-Man and the Wasp. We have Olga Kurylenko returning as Taskmaster from Black Widow as well. We have Wyatt Russell returning as John Walker, also known as U.S. Agent, which I think is going to be a very interesting thing because I think they need to, they have had enough time to realize how poorly received that character was to try and like rehab it a bit some. And top oh, then my two I'm actually looking forward to seeing again. We have Florence Pugh returning as Yelena from again Black Widow. And we have Sebastian Stan topping it all off as Winter Soldier. And one of the funny jokes that Kevin Feige or whoever it was, I believe it was Feige again, said is that you know there's something interesting about this group when Sebastian Stan's Winter Soldier is the most stable person in the group, right? So we'll see how that whole thing plays out. And lastly, for now at least, topping out the list of MCU announcements we're going to cover today, we have news about the Marvels, which we already speculated based on like well, how the Miss Marvel series ended, and I won't get into too many spoilers on there if I can prevent it, but this series is going to, this movie, I should say, is going to star Miss Marvel, Monica Rambeau, and Captain Marvel, who all figure out that their powers are somehow intertwined and involve each other and stuff, and they keep switching places with each other and have to figure out how to, like, sort that whole situation out. So that's another reason to look forward to that, because there's three characters who you can find a different way to connect to there, and that's going to be an exciting movie as well, too. Would you like to touch on these three things, or is there anything else MCU-related that I forgot to mention that you would like to touch on? I will keep this brief and say that Aman Valani, the actress who plays Miss Marvel, must be having the time of her life right now, and I'm happy for her specifically. Yes, absolutely. We're very happy for her. She's living her best life. That's all I got. 
the Secret Evasion trailer look cool, but I also have no idea what it's going to be about, given the current context of the MCU. There's so much footage that went out, but, like, we don't get to see because it was undone. Like, I think we saw Secret Invasion footage. Vincent D'Onofrio and Charlie Cox came on stage a couple times to either talk about, like, Echo, which Vincent D'Onofrio was going to be in, or they um, showed footage of, like, Daredevil and She-Hulk, and they also talked about their own series coming out soon, which, of course, there's no footage for you because they have started recording it. And this is, like, a bunch of other things. Like, Paul Rudd came on stage with... Jonathan Majors and a couple other people on the cast of Ant-Man talking about what's going to happen with that and I'm just excited for like Jonathan Majors to keep growing as an actor and also there's going to be something called Werewolf by Night which is like interesting because like still not sure what that is from what I read online it's going to be like based on old school horror from the 30s and 40s and it's going to be like in black and white and everything so it's just Disney has money to like blow and they're just trying whatever so I kind of respect them for that at this point fair enough Plenty of things that have already happened that we haven't touched on from D23. There's probably a lot more things that are going to happen after we finish recording. So if you'd like to keep up with that stuff, feel free to check out blacknerdproblems.com. But with that, I'm going to pivot really quickly to our lightning round to close us out today. So starting off with news that the entire world's probably heard by now. Queen Elizabeth II has passed away at the age of 96 after 70 years as the monarch of Great Britain. You've you listened to the show before. You know how we feel about these kinds of things. <laughs> All right, moving on. Glass Onion, we just got a trailer for, which is, if you didn't know, the sequel to Knives Out. And it's going to be hitting select theaters and Netflix, actually, on December 23rd. So get ready to watch that with your family, hopefully, around the Christmas season. Also, when they first announced the season of this movie, that should have definitely been a mad lib. Because I don't, maybe I'm just missing some very universal experience or a phrase that people know of. But I don't know what Glass Onion means. It's a, it's a jewel. It's just, it's the name of the, of like the object that's at the center of the next crime history. Okay, that's all I need to hear. <laughs> Continuing on a story that's happened earlier in this podcast days and for all of us, we got to see first footage of Percy Jackson and the Olympians. And just for an update on my progress, I am currently reading The Mark of Athena, which is the third book in the second, like, Quintilogy, I guess you should say, of the Percy Jackson series. So I'm all the way in on this for sure. And lastly, we got to see some updates about Indiana Jones 5 and heard from none other than Harrison Ford himself. And Steven Spielberg is going to be an executive producer on this one as well. I just wanted to bring this up to mention the fact that, y'all, Harrison Ford is 80 years old. Like, we thought that it was a lot for Tom Cruise to be 60 years old doing Top Gun Maverick and, like, playing football on the beach and stuff. Harrison Ford is 80 and still doing Indiana Jones movies, which may be the last one. But that's just applause there, hopefully. It's I'm, pretty sure, I'm pretty sure it's the last one. He, I think, he, I think he's done. I think he, he would just wants it out of his system. Understandable. The one franchise he's actually a fan of, because we know he's not a fan of his work in Star Wars. If you'd like to hear our thoughts on these topics or anything else in nerd news, feel free to tweet us at Black Nerd Problems with the hashtag TWINN. That was This Week in Nerd News. Tune in next week for more pop culture news. Once again, I'm your host, Keith Reed Cleveland. And I'm your host, Mikkel Strider. And please go out and like, comment, subscribe, everywhere listen to podcasts. It only helps the show. Everyone out there, I hope you have a great week until we talk to you again.